I'm Tyler, David Duchovny, staring at you uncomfortably for an hour and a half dennering. <laughs> I'm Connery, I want your power, Hanson. <laughs> and this is the franchise, and today we're covering the second installment in the Kraft franchise, and I mean... A uh, little spoiler alert, judging on how this movie ends, maybe maybe it is a, a legitimate franchise and we're not just like blowing smoke, <laughs> cramming in, <laughs> cramming in t- uh, a movie that is a sequel to something that came out 20 years ago. I'm like, you know, I, I don't know. I'm still on the fence of like, is, is two movies a franchise? I guess yeah, so. We've, we've walked that line. I think we came to a personal agreement that it is. If it has a sequel, we'll do it yeah. on the show. So if you guys don't like it, um, I don't know, still please. Please listen. <laughs> yeah, that will be the thing that breaks them. <laughs> yeah, of all things. But today we have with us our pal, Allie Musser. Hi! Oh, so I didn't know I had to say anything. <laughs> Hello! Thought I was just watching! <laughs> yeah, we brought you here to look at us as we do this show. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's good enough. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for joining us, Allie and... Connor, you said you have a bunch of, like, I don't know, personal experience with the craft or that you just love the craft. Oh, um, I do. Um, so I have been identified as a witch by friends, <laughs> but I really don't I don't identify one as myself, but, you know, I'm into magic and magical things, and I do love the craft, the movie, um, the original one from 96. I was born in 96, so I kind of do have a little bit of a connection yes, with the, the witch movie, power flows if you would you. say that. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Well, good, good, good. And uh, I'm sure we're all going to get all of our thoughts and feelings about this new version of the craft. Um, me and Tyler talked a little bit already <laughs> about that. Yeah, we texted back and forth a little bit. Um, I, I know we only recorded like two weeks ago. Is is there something I'm missing, Connery, in the beginning of this? Like, keep this in. I've just been like baking in the sun for like a week and a half, so I'm just like my brain's all. Tyler, canonically, where we're recording right now, is out somewhere in the deserts of California, making movies. A movie. A movie. Sorry. Yeah, I'm making. It's all me. I'm not. Tyler's doing a one man movie, and it's a uh, documentary about finding sea turtles in the desert. Ooh, very interesting. It's a, no. <laughs> it's it's called Finding Finding Nemo. I'm trying to find the last VHS copy uh, buried in the desert. Um, <laughs> but uh, cursed film. Oh, hey, here's the normal transition. Uh, let's talk about what what's new with us, uh, Con- Connery. What have you been watching anything or playing anything in particular? Well, yes, lately I have been playing Watch Dogs Legion, which came out, which has been pretty fun. It's a little interesting because you're not playing as one main character, but as like a whole a legion. Yeah, a whole co- cohesion of people that you just recruit as the game goes on. So that's fun. Been watching some scary movies, but we'll get to that. And what's a uh, what is Watch Dogs? That's like the is that the third game? Yeah. All I know is that like, you're like cyber hacking and stuff. Is that what, the, what what's that game about? Pretty much. It's literally a, you're a hacker and you're trying to just rebel against the system. <laughs> the first one was bad. The second one was okay. And this one's actually enjoyable, where you're just trying to liberate London from this like fascist military group. That's pretty. Yeah, it's cool. pretty tight. It's been enjoyable so far. But yeah, that's. Nice. That's what I've been doing. Tyler, what have you been doing? I don't know. <laughs> I uh, I watched. Oh, you know what? Here we go. I watched. Uh, here's here's two two of them. Um, I watched the 2011 like sequel remake of the thing. Oh. 
You know what? Forget it, because we, we might talk about that okay. at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Connor. Right. I know you're. I know we're like we're really like you're not helping me. <laughs> I know it's fine. You can keep some of this. <laughs> no, in. no. It's it's totally cool to hear me bumble. Everybody loves it. Um, <laughs> instead, I'll recommend this movie, Eight Millimeter, uh, starring Nicolas Cage, directed by Joel Schumacher. It's not specifically a spooky movie, but it's kind of like a thriller. It's on Pri- Amazon Prime right now, and I, it's about. <sighs> Uh, maybe this is too dark to talk about, but it's basically Nicolas Cage is hunting down this snuff film because this, like, very, very rich woman's husband died and she found it and she, like, wants him to find it to, like, you know, resolve the situation in a way. But so Nick Cage is just going, like, further down and down into, like, not necessarily madness, but he's just getting, like, more and more upset by everything. And it's just kind of a dark movie, but it's like a good mix of, I don't know, because it's Joel Schumacher, so it's like a good mix of like actual thriller, like suspense stuff, but also just kind of, there's definitely a lot of candy is, moments. Is it like Mandy uh, meets Come to Daddy kind of stuff? Uh, I still yet to see Mandy. Uh, I don't think it's that extreme. It just Nick Cage is actually really good oh. in it, and Joaquin Phoenix is also in it, and he's also really good in it. Um, a lot of the other performances, I think they don't really, like, aren't dialed in. <laughs> it's like, just kind of like hard but i don't know i've just been appreciating joel schumacher more and more since since he passed mm. and i it really made me wish that nick cage was in one of the batman movies he really should have been that would have been more enjoyable but uh in terms of any oh you know what? here's another one that i probably can't recommend is uh i was home last weekend and uh lily recommended me or no not recommended <laughs> me she made me watch um mom's got a date with a vampire oh the, oh a classic <laughs> yeah <laughs> Truly a classic. Um, I, I, I'll i just say that I liked the Rockabilly concert, and uh, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> Allie, what have you been watching or doing or playing? Um, well, I've been watching Haunting of Bly Manor on Netflix Ooh. for the past couple of days, just to get into the spooky mood. And then I've been playing Pokemon nonstop for the past week because it just like came out with the new expansion pack. Oh, so. you're rocking the Tundra Times? Oh, yeah. I've been catching them all. <laughs> all those legendaries in your pocket. <laughs> Absolutely. What What's in the expansion? Because I've still been wanting to get, like, Sword of Shield, but I'm, like, waiting for a sale. <laughs> it, it's <laughs> but... Nintendo. It'll never happen. Yeah, no, they never do any sales. Um, well, it's just, like, a lot of legend. Like, you can get all the legendaries from every single um, previous game that um... they've had with Pokemon. So I was like, oh, cool. Like. My old, friends. <laughs> my old friends. So they're just like all on the island. <laughs> yeah. No, you have, well, kind of. You go into like these right. max raids to like catch them. But yeah, you never Tyler, know. We, Tyler, we can raid together. That that might be fun. Oh yeah, we could. Yes. Maybe I will just get at some point in these next few weeks because um, I don't know. On the weekends, I should just lie in bed and <laughs> relax. <laughs> exactly. Completely. <laughs> Um, I'd say it's uh, worth it. <laughs> yeah, there are two expansions too, so that's it's pretty good for your money. You definitely. That's cool because I really like um, I like Entei and I, I never know how to say their name. Is Suicune the other legendary Suicune one? Suicune from... and Raikou. Wait, what did I say? You said Entei, Entei. Suicune, and, and then Raikou's the third one of the of the legendary dogs. Uh, oh, right, right. Yeah, the the lightning yeah. dog with clouds. I'm impressed you're so. able to pronounce all those names. I can hardly <laughs> even read them. I never, yeah. I, never I gave up after <laughs> Generation 2. So, like, they're most of them, I'm like, oh, alligator. That's cool. 
Yeah, I know the first two generations a lot, and then the third one uh, quite a, quite a bit, and then after that, I just never, I never got like a DS or anything. Mm. So I'm like, I don't know. They all look like fluffy balls to me. Like, <laughs> I mean, it like, is exciting is... to catch things that you've yeah, never yeah. seen before. You're like, oh wow, this is new. Exactly. What a fun take on an animal <laughs> or an object <laughs> or, an, or an, an idea. <laughs> General concept. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, the metaphysical Pokemon. <laughs> That needs to be the next hey, generation. Hey, copyright that because they might actually use it at this point. They already have Pokemon yeah. playing another dimension in like one of the games, I think. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I'm trying to think of any other new Pokemon type you could come up with, but I guess maybe we should just talk about <laughs> <laughs> I just I, I want to talk about Pokemon. I'm like, uh, I guess we should talk about at least Halloween relevant stuff. Ah, yes. Oh, fun fact. My boyfriend and I are Pokemon for Halloween. Um, I'm not currently wearing my costume, but I'm a Jigglypuff, and he's a Snorlax. Oh, that's cute. (laughs) It is relevant. It is spooky. Yes. Pokemon are terrifying creatures, because every Pokedex entry I read about them makes me be like, they'd be monsters, and they should be stopped. Well, true. (laughs) Since this is the Pokemon episode, Connery, what what Pokemon would you dress as for Halloween? Oh, Pokemon I dress as for Halloween? Uh, Probably something easy and maybe something funny. (laughs) Wobbuffet popped into my head, so I guess Wobbuffet. Oh, yeah. Not not Victory Bell? No, that might be a little hard. I could just do a sleeping bag, maybe, and be like, I'm Victory Bell. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Or a Metapod. I think I would be... I think, is that Zangoose? Is that his name? He's basically David Bowie. Yes. <laughs> or uh, Zigzagoon, just because I like the, the texture and like the stripes and everything. Zigzagoon. Um, I wonder what the uh, the girls of the craft of the coven, their favorite Pokemon are. Well, they do have their own type, so. <laughs> That's true. It was very Power Rangers, very Pokemon. Yeah. Like. <laughs> okay, but before we get to that movie, we have to do... I, I love I love when you have like a grocery list of things you have to go through, but so you have to double back. <laughs> Everybody loves lists, especially when we just keep it all in, and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, this is a very well put together episode. We love it." <laughs> but before we get to the main the main chorus, well, what was I even gonna say there? The, the main, main, I, the main don't, disc, I don't know. The main discourse. The main discourse. Uh, before we get to the craft legacy, we have some trick or treating to do because we are recording this on Halloween, Ooh. and uh, that means it comes out one day yep. from now. <laughs> so we uh, <laughs> we're gonna go trick or treating. <laughs> I have a transition point for this. Okay, so we're trick or treating, Tyler. What's happening? I'm dressed up as Victory Bell, locked in my sleeping bag. <laughs> I'm obviously a Jigglypuff because obviously. that's what I have. Yes, it, and I'm I'm obviously Shrek. Tyler is Shrek. <laughs> he did not, get- or maybe like a bunch of the baby Shreks <laughs> all piled Ooh. onto each other. Shrek with yeah. baby stacked Shrek on top of it with a <laughs> with a trench coat, a gaggle of a ga- gaggle of drunkies, <laughs> and uh, we come aco- we come upon a giant mansion <gasps> on our street. Oh, no. oh absolutely, yes. Yes. And, uh, Connery, I'll let you ring the doorbell. Ding dong, ding dong. No one, no one's answering. <laughs> maybe, maybe try one more time. <laughs> ding dong. Oh my god! What? Why? Why does this person have the ring, the doorbell from uh, Senor Ding Dong from The Simpsons? What the fuck? 
fuck is happening? I'm confused. <laughs> well, bring him out. Where is he? We got, I, stomp, 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 stomp. I hear him. Yes, hello. Hello, Mr. Ding Dong. <laughs> what? What? That's not my name. Oh. <laughs> Trick or treat. Trick or treat. Oh, oh, I remember what day it is. Do you? It's a... Uh, it's Halloween! <laughs> Huzzah! I, I see you got some full-size Snickers in there. Oh, yeah. That's, the, you know, that's just what I uh, wrap my treats in. Oh, good. Full-size Snicker bars. Okay. Oh, you wrap your treats? Yeah, I noticed you're not saying they're Snickers. They're, they're treats. <laughs> they are treats. And I, you could, you could say I, I made them myself. Oh. In, oh. in this house. Um, named, named after me. Mr. Ding Dong House? <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't have said that I had that doorbell. I just like that bit from The Simpsons. It has nothing to do with this. So, uh, did you make them yourself? The Snickers bars? Uh, yes, I, I made, <laughs> made these treats all my, by, by myself. You keep uh, calling them treats. That's a little suspicious to me. Yeah, I feel like you're what every single parent warns their children about. <laughs> You don't want to know who I am? <laughs> who are you? <laughs> you can't tell by this uh, accurate accent. Santa? It's Sa- <laughs> Jason Blum. <laughs> oh, you're Jason Blum. Yes, and this is the Blum House. Oh. Where I make all the treats. I had no for idea. For Halloween. Oh, thank you, Mr. Blum. Yes. If you couldn't tell by my... Uh, by my, by my accent, I've had to quarantine in uh, Transylvania. I was going to say, oh. are you wearing the Bane mask? Because it certainly sounds like him right now. <laughs> uh, well, uh, coincidentally, I was in uh, Count Dracula's castle with Dracula, Bane, and, and Santa Claus. Holy so that's why I sound like this, because they're the only people I've seen for it. And wow. you do take on other people's voices if you spend enough time with them. It's very, very true, Mr. Blum. And uh, go go ahead and open these these treats for all of you. Okay, mine just says so, mine says black box on it. I'm just gonna give it an open and bite into it. I oh oh that's there's a DVD in there. Why did you eat it? <laughs> I I you said tr- okay fine. I'm gonna just put it in my DVD player. Take it home and put it on your Amazon device. <laughs> I understand that's the only way they would work, for of course. There is just a hyperlink on that DVD. It's not the actual movie. <laughs> Mr. Blum, I'm so happy you're just handing these out on Halloween. <laughs> of course, little Connie. <laughs> How do you know my How name? How did you know his name? <laughs> because Santa knows everything, and I lived so with Santa, Santa for a long time. So Santa's just disclosing you information about every person in the world. <laughs> <laughs> he got bored. <laughs> He didn't have his elves around to talk to. Ah, yes. Quarantine. Perfect. <laughs> Just like everybody, we don't have our elves to talk to during quarantine. So. Uh, here, here you go, Ali, little Ali. Here's your DVD with a hyperlink on it okay. in a Snickers wrapper. Thank you. I, I'm glad you have a hyperlink because I do not have a DVD player. Yes, it's a tiny.url. It's not even one of those really long, annoying ones. <laughs> thank oh, thank God. <laughs> Go ahead, let us know what movie it is. Tyler, you haven't spoken at all during all of this. Yeah, you're very quiet. I... <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. Um, that's because I'm just completely in shock. I have no idea what's happening right now. This man dressed as Santa Claus and with a Bane mask is giving us Blumhouse movies. <laughs> 
Well, he says he's Jason Blum, so I guess I'll just assume that. <laughs> well, he's called this the Blum House, so I, I, it looks like he's handing you a movie a silently. <laughs> just like, I, I'm, I'm anxious. I just tripped into the wall, and uh, it kind of moved a little oh, bit. Oh, shit. This is spooky. This is weird. Um, okay. Uh, well, uh, wait, Allie, what, what, what movie did he give you? I don't know. I'd have to put the light hyperlink on. Is it labeled? Just plug it into your phone. I, mean, you I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you, I can't read. Yeah, just hook, hook the DVD into your phone and it'll tell you the name. Is it The Craft? No, uh, Allie. Did you not do the homework? I did do the homework. <laughs> did, do- oh, did you? Did, did, did you? Uh... <laughs> oh, this is like a bad that. nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> like a bad did nightmare. You- which, uh, did you watch one of the Blumhouse movies? Oh, yeah, I watched Nocturne. It's Nocturne. Ah, oh, Nocturne. <laughs> uh, I've opened Nocturne. Ooh. Spooky. I... Spooky. And he- here you go, little Tidy. Here's yours. And, uh, wait. <laughs> I think Mr. Blumhouse is having, a, like, a stroke or something. <laughs> like usual on this show, someone's having a stroke. <laughs> Do you smell toast? <laughs> Entirely, little Tylee. Uh, uh, yes, yes, uh, Mr. Blumhouse. Santa's been telling me, don't be lying. Why are you always lying? I open it up and it's the movie The Lie. Wow, cool. Uh, okay, we're going to run away now, uh, Mr. Blum. This is terrible and terrifying and we all hate it this has been probably the most disturbing experiences i've had yet on the show we we all brought our microphones to this (laughs) we're all doing it live all right bye mr blum house goodbye i love you and uh make sure you leave from the front entrance and uh okay bye and then we just leave and we go around the back and it was just a facade and it wasn't jason blum it was just some random crazy man with hyper oh Spooky. It was actually David Duchovny the whole time. Ah! Warlock Duchovny. Terrifying. Uh-uh. All right, now that this we've thing. burnt twenty minutes into this thing, let's just <laughs> let's just talk about those. Uh... The movie. Let me elaborate here, people. There's a uh, four Amazon movies. There's, there's four <laughs> Blumhouse movies on Amazon Prime right now that just came out. Uh, you know, you may have heard of it in the movie news. Uh, there's. They came out, what, like last month, I think, or the beginning of this month? Yeah, beginning month. of October. Um, so we're just going to talk about a little bit of those. It's a little Halloween treat, because why not when I feel like maybe I don't have a lot to say about the craft legacy, <laughs> so we may as well talk about some other Blumhouse stuff, too, while we're at <laughs> it. Goats and the goats. Allie, would you like to go first, talk about Nocturne? Um, sure. What to say about it? Okay, so it's a movie, and... <laughs> no. <laughs> takes place so it takes place in um an art school following a pair of twins um which is already spooky because twins are always a little bit ominous um is this a mary kate and ashley one? Oh no well they kind of do look like mary <laughs> one of them was really actually, upsetting actually yes. yeah it, it might be mary kate and ashley no it's not um but it is a pair of twins and uh they both play piano and the one is sent to, well, is, like, going to Juilliard, and she's, like, the perfect twin that's really cool and awesome. And then there's the other twin that, like, is kind of lame, but, and she's not, like, as good as her sister, and she's really jealous. And, um, like, at their school, there was a recent suicide 
by um, their best violinist. Yeah. Um, and like everyone's really upset about it. And like there's this big part in their senior showcase that's up. And the one sister is like, oh, yeah, that's going to be me because I'm going to Juilliard. And the other one's like, well, I could do it. So then um, she finds the... AP music theory notebook of the girl who had recently killed herself. And she's like, wow, that's really cool. And it's actually like kind of occulty and has all these like fancy drawings that have like um, steps to becoming the best or actually making a deal with the devil is what one of the people say. Yeah, pretty much. Um, (laughs) So she's basically like, okay, I can do this. So she starts playing the music and, um, a musical teacher is like, hey, that's the devil's trill. And she's like, oh, the devil's trill? And he's like, the devil's trill. The devil's trill, bro. The devil's trill? The dill. He's like, that's the devil's trill. So she's like, oh, wow. Okay, well, I'm going to keep playing it. So she's playing it, and like things start happening for her. She's like, oh, yeah, I got this My, I got this spot, and I'm amazing. But it starts like following the steps of the devil's trill. And um, she like it keeps getting spookier, and there's like one or two jump scares. Not really jump scares, just like kind of jarring visuals. But more ominous. Yes, it was. It's, it was pretty ominous. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. Did you in- enjoy it, and or could recommend it? Mm. I, yeah, I, I'd say I enjoyed it. Um, it was a nice spooky film for when I should have been studying, but <laughs> it was it was good. Um, I had to be like, oh my god, the scary lady at one point. But yeah, and there may be some triggering points, um, especially for people who could be triggered by like suicidal ideation or mm-hmm. stuff like that. Or like, you know, mm-hmm. drug use and alcohol abuse. But like, yeah, it was very interesting. I saw like one of the characters had focal dystonia, which is a case like that I saw in class one day. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I know what that is. I know how to treat that. <laughs> but um, yeah. I see, Ali, you chose the one I really wanted to watch, and so I watched I'm it sorry. anyway. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> along, with, along with the other one I was supposed to, but I watched that one too, and I was like, I was a little disappointed that we didn't get, she, I feel like she didn't get her Black Swan moment, where like, the audience recognized That she like actually she did? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was like, disappointed. Oh. And like, uh, I was so upset when her sister was like, yeah, Julia is not going to be there. Like, yeah, and then she like does walk off stage, I was like, oh, man... I wanted her to win. I was like, I want you to sell your soul yeah. to win. And I was rooting for her. Me too. I was like, ugh. And your sister sucks. <laughs> yes, her sister sucks. I was rooting for her. The devil was rooting for her. Mm-hmm. Like, she could have had it. She yes. could have had it all. Could have had it all. Ugh. Is that, uh, too much. Is that your punch-up, Connery, to have, like, more Black Swan ending? I, I have yet to see it, but it sounds, like, interesting enough where I would watch yeah, it. Yeah, it's cool. Like, I'm, I, won't, I won't give away the ending to you, Tyler, but basically... I, I wanted her to have more of like a a crescendo, and I, it just felt like her life fizzles out in the end. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree. Would I would say that her life does fizzle out, um, and she deserved more of like a an explosion of greatness into the kind of like delving into madness, maybe. Yeah, because I feel like the devil isn't is gonna be like, look at everything I'm gonna give you, give you everywhere, and then you pull the rug out. Yeah. No, it has to be like a twist into something terrible. Yeah. Usually. Mm-hmm. But I guess he just decided to kill her because she wasn't good enough. Yeah, boring. <laughs> but still, it's still interesting. Has some like some midsummer vibes, I'd say. At least how the magic works, which I was kinda like, okay, that's cool. Yeah. 
but more magicless yeah. drugs, I guess. <laughs> yes. I have, I haven't seen it, but my my punch up would be instead of this uh, book with the devil's trill, it would be a cursed book of the sheet music for Disney's Tarzan. Oh, I want to know. Can you show me? <laughs> <laughs> she has two two worlds, one family, because uh, it's both heaven and hell. I mean, you have to put Ooh. your faith in what you most believe in. <laughs> Wait, I don't even know that one. <laughs> Uh, trash in the camp. Connor, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did you watch besides Nocturne? Besides Nocturne, I I was I don't think I was bad. I was just bored one day and decided to have a horror movie watching day because I was like I haven't watched that many spooky movies over this Halloween season, which kind of bummed me out. Yeah, me neither. And these seemed like a good little remedy for that. So I was like, okay, so I watched right. I watched Nocturne and then I watched what I was supposed to watch, Black Box which is about, it's about a man who recovers from an accident, but he has severe memory trauma. So he can't really remember everything about his life before the accident. Like he still knows how to drive a car and exist as a person, but he just doesn't remember his life at all. And he, the only problem is his, yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And his wife died in the, in the crash, but his daughter is still around, but he doesn't even remember her. So it's this whole movie culminates with him trying to like reconnect with his daughter and him being like i don't i'm not remembering anything i don't know what this is so this woman approaches in this doctor and says i'm doing this experimental kind of way of like hyper reality vr memory hypnosis reliving experience thing so i can help you trigger your old memories but the only thing there's inconsistencies so every time he goes to this memory machine he's living out memories but they don't seem like his because they don't even line up with like even with he has this wedding album and it's him and his wife, but they're outside at a wedding. And then he, in this memory, it's they're it, they're like inside a chapel and like a really darkly lit chapel. And so he's like, "This is weird. Things aren't really lining up that much." And he was it. So long story short, we realize that he is not. He doesn't have these aren't his memories, or he or this body isn't his the brain that was transplanted into his into the memories that were transplanted into his body belonged to the doctor's formerly dead son i always like that yeah it was cool you i like i like ba- brain replacement movies mm, yeah it was awesome <laughs> and like this monster chasing him inside of his thoughts is the old consciousness who used to live there Ooh, creepy I, yeah i guess that's that's kind of like get out in a way right? very much because um yeah yeah uh yeah i always like just that, like, very specific subgenre of brain replacement. Where it's like, why don't I feel like I... Or, like, phantom organs exactly. and stuff like that. Or not fan- Yeah. It's like other people's hearts or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's that one um, Anthony Hopkins movie where he gets a gorilla heart. I've yet to see it. But I'm like, that sounds like something I want to watch, even though it sounds <laughs> You terrible. said gorilla heart, and the only thing I think of was... The only thing I think of was the hollow man. <laughs> <laughs> How could you not? But yeah, any who's it. It's it's an all black cast. It's honestly fantastic. I it's not fantastic, but it's actually really enjoyable. Lots of twists and turns and I w- although I got detached, I feel like most of these should have just been 45 minutes to be honest, but they're all like an hour and a half, which is a little bit a lot. Drawn out. Drawn out, yeah. So there's some scenes I could have probably just mm-hmm. lived without, but other than that, a big twisty turny movie, really fun. All, like I said, all black cast. It's it's it was actually really enjoyable. I also watched Evil Eye, and that movie's about a mother daughter relationship. It kind of reminded me of Grayson and my mom. Aw, <laughs> in a good way or a bad way? 
in a, in a good way, I, in a good way, I say like their relationship's strong in the in like the end, but they kind of go through like the mom's like, you need to find a good man, and the and the daughter being like, I'll get married when I want to get married. <laughs> it, it's like sounds all, like it. Yeah, that one's an awesome yeah. cast, which is which is fun too. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, I was looking at that one too. Yeah, it's it's okay. It's it's fine. It's not, it's not as good as Nocturne or Black Box in my experience. But the one movie I didn't watch was the one that Tyler watched, which was The Lie. Da, da, da. The L I E, not the L Y E, <laughs> or the L A Y. Which? Well, that's lay. Lie, 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 lie across my big brass bed. Yes, I watched a lie, uh, directed by Vina Sood, who I guess uh, did direct a lot of episodes of The Killing, Ooh. and does a lot of like TV work and stuff. Um, she is from Toronto, and this movie is like covered in snow and i was like where did they shoot this and i had looked it up and it's like oh yeah toronto okay that makes <laughs> <Of> sense <course. laughs> like all this makes sense but like i i really liked the vibe of this movie a lot yeah. and i like the look of it a lot um i thought it was really well put together the editing was good too like which we'll get to about <laughs> our feature movie tonight <laughs> but um but yeah i really like the premise and everything like i'm very fascinated by this kind of this very specific kind of thing where it's just like Basically, the premise is um, Joey King plays this, like, teen girl, and uh, Peter Zarsgaard's her dad. I'm shutting that. No, I just forgot her name. Uh, Morel Enos mm. is plays the mom. I just hadn't seen her in a lot of things, so I totally spaced on her name. But she, they, all three of them were very good. Um, Peter Sarsgaard kind of plays, like, her hot dad <laughs> who's, like, in a band, but, like, kind of a burnout, you know? Mm. They're divorced. The parents are divorced. Um, so it's, like, very, like close personal like family movie in a lot like that's basically the whole thing but, but peter sarsgaard's picking up joey king his daughter to drive her to this like ballet school and then they just see her friend like out in the snow like at a bus stop and they pick her up because she's out in the snow um and then joey king's friend starts making her jealous because she's just like very her friend's very forward and like peter sarsgaard just has like hot dad vibes uh. you know <laughs> So they're flirting. Like, I mean, he's not flirting, but she's definitely just like trying. I don't know, you know, trying to get something out of him. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. But um, she's definitely like trying to hit on him in some way or whatever. So Joey King gets like upset because it seems like because she because her friend was dating her ex boyfriend or something like that. Uh, so there's all this jealousy. Basically, they, uh, her friend has to go to the bathroom. They pull over and then. Um, Joey King pushes her off of like a, a waterfall. Oh. oh, so that's that's the premise. Um, took me a while to get there, but that's the premise where they have to cover up her being murdered, and the parents who are divorced like become closer and closer through this, Ooh. you know. But they're just like basically committing more and more crimes to try to cover it up. Um, so I really like the vibe of that. I really like that kind of like true crime kind of thing, where it's just like that's honestly the scariest thing to me. Like. <laughs> I can watch, like, ghost movies and zombie movies and all that stuff and, like, jump scares and all that. Like, yeah, jump scares in the moment will be like, ah! But, like, none of that stuff keeps me up at night. It's just more so thinking about, like, just humans doing really, like, messed up things to other people. Like, stuff like this. And just having to live with that guilt for the rest of your life. Yeah. It's nice. (laughs) Sorry. It's nice that they got closer because of it, you know? Happy ending, I guess. Murder and trauma (laughs) brings everyone closer. Yeah. Unless you're dead. Unless you're oh. the dead one. <laughs> you're the murderer. The murderer. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, I don't want to give away the ending. I, I will say, I, so I did say I like the vibe a lot. Love how it was shot. Love the acting is really good. Um, but just the way it all was like the way it ends, I was not a fan of. I think it goes too far in a certain direction for me, mm. where it's just like it's a little too harsh on the characters, and it's just like, what do you do now? And it almost felt like at that point, the end of the movie, it felt like a, a longer pilot for a for a long TV series, uh, um, like a la Twin Peaks or something like mm. that. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, that I didn't care for as much. That makes sense considering that the director did a lot of uh, does a lot of TV. But um, I don't know. I think it's definitely still worth checking out. Again, the performances are great. The location is really cool. If you want some snowy vibes, it's like packed in snow. So that's the lie. <laughs> the lie. Well, yeah, those are our movies we we had to watch in addition to this Halloween season. But now I think we come to the creme de la creme, the main dish, the main course, as Tyler called it. The creme de la candy the corn. The creme de la candy <laughs> corn. <laughs> We're going to talk about the Craft 2020 edition. A.K.A. the Craft Legacy. The Craft, that's right, it's called Craft Legacy. <laughs> A very generic subtitle, I guess. Yeah. Lily texted me earlier today and she was like, I'm not recording a fashion thing for this because I don't think it's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess we should start there. Um, well, let's do overall impressions. Sure. Um yeah, Ali, what did you think of this movie? Especially, we'll, we'll start with you, because you love the first one. Yeah, um, oof. So I actually watched it last night with a bunch of friends, and one, oh, cool. it was very predictable, and two, you're all just kind of like, yeah. what? Why? <laughs> like, every every time something happened that we like, were like, oh, this is going to happen, we were just like, what? <laughs> like, it wasn't like it didn't make sense, it was just kind of like, dumb. <laughs> yes. <laughs> is what we were all, it was, and you were talking about effects earlier, we were like, why were those necessary? <laughs> in this movie yeah. at least there's a lot of like sparkle motion yeah. and then they have like the four different colors of like because they're from oh like, they're auras yeah yeah they're auras yeah yes. and it's like that's cool if you have different auras and stuff and i like how like the main girl has like the gray aura i mean like not the not the main character but um like the main personality yeah yeah kind the one of, that wears yeah. the big leopard jacket yeah, the one from like, jersey the whole movie yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of that, but it's just like, all right, you don't need to visualize everything just because you have the, the ability yeah. to. <laughs> yeah, it's really irritating. I, I like the Crafts 1 magic because it felt very primal and almost unworldly or otherworldly, mm-hmm. especially. Even just like doing anything I'm just out there doing, I was like, ooh, that's a little unnerving and creepy. Even when they turn it to somebody, like the effects are bad. So it yeah. looks like it just looks off. And I'm like, ugh. Yeah, especially like the final fight scene, like, especially. um. Uh, like Zoe Luna is the uh, like witch of the earth. Like, what do you call that? <laughs> I forget which direction um, she is. The witch, oh, she witch is of the west, I believe, is what she is. Oh no, no, no! The west was the um, water girl. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Water she, she's west. new. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget which airbender Zoe Luna is, or which one, <laughs> which she's the earthbender. Yeah, there we go. earthbender. I'll flub that one. But uh, her powers, like when they show it, she just like does it, and then. Like, the earth shakes a little bit, and, like, that's it. <laughs> He's just, like, walking. There's, like, roots don't come up or anything. No. It's just, like... It's also cheap. His entire thing is just, like, walking. Just keep walking through it. And uh, I guess, like, we almost always do on this. We're talking about the end of the movie first, but, like, what the heck is... Like, I get David to... Like, okay, full spoil- full spoilers for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm assuming you've watched this movie. Uh, full disclosure, it's $20 a rent on Amazon Prime, which I did not realize... <laughs> When we started doing Yeah, Ali, we'll reimburse you if you um, like. Oh, no, you're okay. Don't oh. worry about it. Oh, are you sure? Yeah. 
Okay. Okay. Uh, it was it was a fun time. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Um, I guess this is more topical than Borat, um, <laughs> although I did love Borat, too. I keep on hearing it's great. I need to watch that. It's great, um, <laughs> but it's not a Halloween movie, so thank you for keeping me to this. Uh, the ending, David Coveney. I get he's like a warlock, I guess, yeah. but like there's not a lot of explanation. Like I, I like how, if this is a franchise, they're expanding things to be like, oh, there's not just witches, there's also warlocks. But and why did like, he need? Why did he need her power? Like he has plenty. Why didn't he like single her out instead of like take all of their powers? Because they yeah. all obviously have something. Like, yeah. why was she the most important? Maybe like she was in his vicinity, but they're they're all there. Maybe she's the most powerful because she's doing shit without even those girls around. Who they couldn't do anything True. before she showed up. Yeah, because they needed her to complete the coven, right? I, yeah. I guess, but like she was doing magic stuff even before she was with them. Like unwillingly. Yeah. Like she was just like oh. doing it. Like the telepathic or whatever. Yeah, she moving shit with her mind. Big telepathy stuff she was into. She was going force. Force everybody. The force, yes. Yeah, because yeah, I yeah, I forgot about that because we find that out at the end of the movie and we also find out that she is uh Nancy Downs' daughter. Yeah, and I was like, you don't want to reconnect uh, with Nancy, she's gonna drain the magic out of you. Yes. Now that we know that's a thing. She'll take it. She'll take it. (laughs) Take your power. Yeah. Considering the course of how this movie went, I was just like, you know what? Like, this movie is whatever, but at the end, I'm like, I I would watch another one, especially if she's coming back. Mm -hmm. It totally kind of did that thing, like, I guess maybe kind of like split for me, where I'm like, I didn't really enjoy this movie, but hey, if they're going to make another one with Bruce Willis, <laughs> sure, I mean, I'll watch it for sure. Yeah, me and Jacob um, screaming, oh, shit, at opposite ends of the movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I like that that came around. I think it's all, like, both too neat and really messy at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's just basically yes. everything's going on. But, but it's just like, yeah, I don't know. Let's talk about, let's just talk about the characters first. Like, um, Lily... <laughs> uh, not past the future guest, Lily Young, but the main character of this the character's name is Lily, and she just uh, starts off with just her, her and her mom, or so she thinks. Or so she <laughs> going to move in with uh, her mom's played by Michelle Monaghan, the great Michelle Monaghan, and they're driving and singing. Um, wait, what is that song? Connor, you, you could probably I, pull out. I actually don't remember, Tyler, because I remember sitting there just guessing. I was like, oh, are they escaping an abusive father? Are they? <laughs> that was my first guess. But I was like, oh, no, she has never Aww. met her father, of course. But yeah, yeah I, I, I don't remember. And I, her, her just being sad during the song and be like, I'm going to miss all my friends, though. And mom's like, I know. I'm sorry. I just really want to get with this dude. It's been so much fun. Wait, but didn't she say she didn't have any friends? I thought she said she did, but why was she crying She said she has no friends. Oh, then why was she crying? She has nothing. (laughs) Maybe that's why. Oh, I have nothing, so I will weep. I guess so. It's it's, gave off the impression that they move a lot or something. Very nomadic family. It also wasn't clear. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so they're moving in with David Duchovny and and his three sons. His awful three sons. As we get through this movie more and more, I'm just like, why? Like, was she under a warlock spell? Like, that's the only way I can really rationalize her, like, moving across. Mm. Like, she moved from Jersey to where? Like, were they in California or? No, I don't think so. I don't. Where? Like, like Washington? I looked up where they, they're definitely part of it. They shot in LA and then other parts. um, It definitely doesn't look like LA. Yeah, exactly. Like, most of the movie takes place in a big house, too, Mm -hmm. so. 
Like the craft in the nineties was so LA. Like that was like, yeah, we're in Los yeah. Angeles. Yeah, Ali, what 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 did you did you like anything about the characters? Um, the beginning like or the, the oh the characters. The beginning the characters either. Um yeah, I mean I agree with yeah. you about the warlock spell that like I from like at the end I was like, Oh, was she under his spell? And then it was broken? I don't know. But um yeah, the mom was like character seems a little forced on her at times just because like every once in a while she'll pop in and be like hey you she good? was the cool mom she was the cool mom yeah like you can have some wine you're in high she school was just dancing all the time <laughs> yeah time. so like yeah she was like the cool mom but i felt like the cool mom idea was kind of like forced but also like mm-hmm. i'm relatable but also i'm in love with this guy so and then I think the dad, um, the stepfather, boyfriend, whatever, um, character, like, in the very beginning, when she finds his, like, book about masculinity, yeah. like, I, I wish that was explained a little bit more. It was just kind of like, oh, yes, he is, he is that. And, um, it, and I was like, oh, well, maybe that's where he got all of his money. And then you, like, think about it. I was like, oh, well, maybe, like, he is. He's, he's dangerous. I was like, that guy's bad. He's dangerous. Mm. I'm going to keep an eye out for that, like, at the very beginning. But yeah. all the other characters seem kind of, like, just forced to me. Yes. Like, their personalities and all. Everyone yeah. has something they want to shove down your throat. It's, it's very interesting. Yes. There's so much going on, especially in the middle, too, where uh, Timmy's just like, oh, like, I made out with Isaiah, and I'm like, Okay. Who's Isaiah? I didn't know. Yeah. Like, like, is that the brother you're hanging out with all the time? And I was like, oh no, it must be the older one who excused himself when you entered the room. Yeah, and then there was like the younger brother that was just kind of like there. What was the point? Like, and after all this is over, their yeah. dad's eviscerated or dead. Like, what about these <laughs> like, boys? What do they do? Nobody cares. <laughs> they just leave. <laughs> But where did the boys come from? If he's a warlock man, like how does how does that like? I guess there are different incarnations kids, of him like, throughout time and space. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like how old is he? Well, like was he indoctrinating them too? Like probably at that one it scene where there way. were like a bunch of men in the house and yeah, nobody I knew. His, yeah. I think his men's group is like a warlock circle, basically, or something. Mm-hmm. But they definitely yeah they definitely like don't make that too clear in the beginning. Like like you're saying, Ali, with like the book the. Uh, masculinity book I'm like oh like I couldn't tell from like the few seconds I showed of the book I'm like oh is it kind of like oh a book about how max masculinity is toxic I'm like that makes sense why her mom would like be into this guy it's like but it's like oh no he's actually like a meninist warlock <laughs> man like why are you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening I mean that's true I, that was very confused because her mom's her mom was the cool mom and mm-hmm. Like, yeah. why would she be into a meninist? She needs someone really uncool to balance things out. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's severely uncool. <laughs> and, like, I don't know if this really matters, but just, like, David Duchovny is, like, 16 years older than her. Yeah. yeah. But maybe that just plays into the whole warlock thing. Yeah, he's evil. Um, yeah, he's evil. <laughs> he, his eyes can turn black, and he can be sort of menacing as he walks towards you he made me uncomfortable to the point of like me laughing where it's just like any it's like oh where's isaiah it's like oh he uh he's out and then he's just staring at one of his sons for like a very long time i'm like what is happening is he a robot man is he like i thought i thought maybe he was like a husk like ooh, like a gala spirit or something that'd be cool practical magic because the way he 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 just lumbers along in this movie yeah in the beginning (laughs) yeah yeah. Or like the whole time until the end. 
I almost said he didn't do a single spell, but he turns into her mom at one point, which is Ugh, weird. Funny, <laughs> which is pretty funny. It reminded me of like an X Files kind of it, thing. Yeah, though. exactly. Like he would be on an episode of the X Files and be like, and they're like, no, he's just a very talented magician. It was prosthetics and quick changes. And they're like, no, it was magic. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> Alien. Well, I'm magic. telling you, he uses oh. a double. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody will listen to Michael Caine. <laughs> I, uh, I I wish there's more to his character too, because he like I kind of like the vibe he's giving, because it is very unsettling. Mm-hmm. But like I wish he had more character, because he's just like very serious. I don't know. He could be a cool like rocker. Maybe it could have been played by Peter Sarsgaard as well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, rocker warlock. That that probably been really and cool. He, she could. Uh, at, Lily could hear him just like quietly playing under my thumb in his li- in his bedroom or something like that <laughs> there's that would definitely make him cooler yeah. yeah but we don't have time for like anybody in this movie we we dwell on the friendship between no. the, the four girls which isn't wrong i mean in the in the other movie we do that too but it's kind of like the movie revolves around just them and their relationship and mm-hmm. ultimately it, it exploding and in this movie they try to lob in a lot of different things and I, I understand they're trying to be like, no, this this group is different. These women are more united as a united force rather than they're going to like kind of eat each, other, eat each other alive. They're more like, no, we're teaming up to do magic, I guess. They talk about plans and phases. But, but they never really explain that. Yeah, because that one, the fire girl is like, oh, we're going to do phase. Phase one is like getting the covenant here. Phase two, levitation. Phase three Something else, phase four, well, we'll get to phase four. <laughs> I was like, what's phase four? <laughs> like, what is the end game here, girls? What are we trying to do? <laughs> Take over the world? Oh, I was just going to say, Allie, um, just in terms of the, yeah, the the, uh, the girls' relationship in this. Like, oh, I was going to say, generally first, I remember in the last episode, just talking about the first movie, The Craft, um, how... I didn't really care for how they all turned on the main character at the mm-hmm. end. And it was like them all, all the friends turning on themselves, but in this one they're all like teamed up. Yeah. But I'm curious what you both thought. And uh, first, Ali, can you just like uh, elaborate like why you like the first one so much compared to this? Well, I think it, and- yeah, I think it kind of, um, I know this one especially talked about the power at the, like at the very end, but I think the first one kind of alluded to how dangerous their power is. Mm-hmm. And how power can corrupt a group of tight, like tightly lit people, um, mm-hmm. and I really liked that dynamic just because, like, yeah, I mean, if someone gets to like, especially one person who hasn't been, you know, had access to power, kind of can abuse it and then kind of go crazy, like Nancy did in the first film, and you know, the other girls had to band together after being mad at each other to suppress that one's evil power whereas in this one they were all kind of already a like tightly lip tightly that tightly <laughs> knit group um of girls before the last girl the coven came and so it kind of made her already stand out as an outsider and um when she came in they were all kind of like oh my god we need her like the only reason why we like her is because we need her mm-hmm. and it kind of played like that throughout the film and they really didn't welcome her super into the group just because like they liked her as a person but they it welcomed her because they wanted her power as well mm-hmm. um which i thought was different than the first one mm. yeah i true. don't i don't know there's like so much that works better yeah in the first one for me and 
I mean, let alone I'm just very biased towards LA kind of <laughs> stuff. I'm like, oh, like like uh, my girlfriend Lily was mentioning how like she loves like when we were watching the craft. Like she she's like, oh, I was like kind of hoping this was in like New England somewhere. Mm. Um, yeah. Because she just wants like fall vibes right now, and I'm like, oh, I totally get that. But I also like that there is a very summery LA witch movie <laughs> where they're on like on the beach and just on Hollywood Boulevard and everything. I like all that, and this felt like a lot more nondescript in terms of its location. Yeah, yeah it was really hard to pin down I, the whole movie. We we were just like, where is this? I was like, assuming maybe suburbs of New York, like they left from Jersey to New York, but. Even then, like, this isn't New York either. Like, I, I don't know where this is. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. Oh, my God. My synapses today. <laughs> well, you've been roasting oh. in the sun, so it's forgivable. <laughs> I'm roasting in the sun. <laughs> Let me go fry. Uh, uh, the, yeah, so I liked originally... Originally, I complained in the cra- the first movie how they did turn on each other. And then in this one, I'm like, hmm. I feel like there there should be a little more conflict between, between the friends in this mm. and... Especially when it just becomes the Power Rangers at the end. I'm like, eh, I don't know. It's kind of like too neat. And it's kind of like, there's, it's not as gritty, I guess. And I mean, there's stuff in both movies that are definitely like not great in terms of, um, like in the first movie, you're talking about like uh, the main character like cuts herself or whatever. And then Nancy Downs mm. is like, oh, cool. I'm just like, uh, no. No, Nancy, bad. That's not good <laughs> at all. And it's like, at least for that, it's the 90s. And I'm like, that's not an excuse, but it's just like, I don't know. But um, in this one, like you're saying about, um, uh, what was the movie you watched, Allie? Oh, Nocturne. The trigger warnings <laughs> yeah, in Nocturne. Nocturne, yeah. Yeah, in Nocturne, it's just like, oh, I really, like, my favorite character in this is probably Timmy Simmons. I was I was very confused how he, like, just turned, I guess it's because they put the spell on him. But it's a really yeah. nondescript spell. Uh, it took me a while to be like, what was the point of, what, 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 what did what the just spell happened? do? Yeah, what happened? Yeah. yeah, it was like the woke spell because they called him woke Timmy after that. <laughs> Uh, but it's just like, oh, woke, and that he's just like a nice kid now. Yeah. Like, I kind of felt like they just made fun of him when they did that to him. I was like, these girls are being kind of like semi-bullies. Like, they keep him around as almost a joke. Like a pet, maybe. Like, like he's a pet, exactly. I was like, but he's like a genuine nice person now. But I'm like, yeah. I, don't, I don't trust the reason why they keep him there. Like, I don't believe they're like, right. yeah, hang out with us. Like, you're cool now. It's more like, this is such a funny thing we did to this former jackass. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking when he was, like, walking with them in the cafeteria, I'm like, oh, he's, like, kind of like a thrall to them. Like, yeah. he's under their spell, mm-hmm. you know? It's similar yes, to the first guy in, in the other craft. And it's a bummer, because I just, like, I forgot kind of that he was under a spell, which is the whole mm-hmm. point, but it's just like, oh, this is nice. He's just hanging out, and they're talking. I like this part of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> they're friends <laughs> now. Really like, yeah, he likes them. Like them being friends. Mm-hmm. And then on that note, like, they just find out that he, like, had killed himself the next morning. Like, Because uh, oh. uh, he got double spelled. I... Yeah, that was, a th- like, we were talking about that last night. And we were like, why did he just, but he was, what? Like, we thought, we thought things were, like, going well. Like, we thought he was happy and he was having a good time. And here we are. And um, someone was like, oh, he was double spelled. And I was like, I don't know if that I don't know if that works. Like, that does not. <laughs> yeah. I, they didn't really clearly explain the... Like, like you said, Con- Connery, earlier, they were like, oh, the rules, our plan. And I was like, what rules? Did they talk... Like, did they give us a rule book? Or, like, the playbook? They they even, like, go back at one point. I think after Timmy kills himself, or is murdered, and and one of them, the, the Jersey girl, says, with, like, the big puffy jackets and 
for mm-hmm. I, I forget her name, but she's like, you know our one rule. If any of us uses power <laughs> to like get other people hurt, we have to bind them. Like I wouldn't know that rule. I don't I know. Didn't know that rule. Nobody <laughs> went over the rules with me. And the lady's lady's like, I know, I know, I know I broke the rule. I'm like, no, you didn't. You don't know. I don't know. We're all looking at each other like, I did not know this rule existed. They definitely should have established the rules again in the beginning, like way clearer, because it's both too specific and too vague at the same time. It's like, I don't. I don't know what's happening. Yeah, I love like a meeting room where these girls are trying to just nail down certain rules of, of their like abilities and powers that they should all follow to the T. And then when one of them breaks it, when Lily chooses to do something for like a selfish reason without consulting the group, it has more weight. And we're like, oh, no, you shouldn't have done that. You broke the rules. Yeah. Well, then what was with the other girl like using her lighter fingers to like, you know, <laughs> like, OK, it was that she didn't like she didn't discuss this with the group and yet like we're all really mad at lily like dude you've got fire fingers i guess because it affected somebody else to the the point of their death like she's just erasing mean words on her locker yeah but you don't know what else she's doing with those fire hands a good point and she could be the local arsonist (laughs) she's the local arsonist I think one of the things, now we're talking about her, like, everyone having very distinct elemental powers. What I didn't like was, I loved in the in the, the, the original craft that magic was amorphous. You didn't have to be nailed down to one specific element. You could do really anything you set your mind to, more mm-hmm. so, as long as you had, I guess, the internal strength to do it. Yeah, like, there was the natural-born, powerful people, and then, like, mm-hmm. the people that gained it through practice. Mm-hmm. Or having the group behind them to practice these skills. Exactly. And, like, I liked that in the first film because you're like, okay, I understand why this one's so powerful without these people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that makes sense. With this film, you're like, is she, like, okay, so what are her water powers? <laughs> yeah. Because, like, she, yeah, because she's been always, like, she wears pearls, like, which is a sign of water throughout the film, even in the beginning. And I don't know if, like, she was knowledgeably like oh yes i'm called to the water because that is my element or if like they were like oh yes we we need a fourth um you're the water like <laughs> kind of got nailed into that <laughs> <laughs> that's you yeah. yeah they don't really mention the signs in the first movie at all they're just of the directional powers the yeah. demon like god only no... gets mentioned once and um i don't really know because i i feel like all that stuff i i feel like it's too much it's it's like the the matching outfits, the matching outfits to their oh, element. Exactly. Like when yeah. they came in, I was like, "Oh yeah, she's gonna be earth. She's gonna be yeah. fire." And I'm assuming that one's. I mean, she's wearing gray. Air. She's water. <laughs> I mean, air. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I guess at this point, do you, do you do either of you want to talk fashion? I want to talk about it a little bit. Sure, yeah. We'll let's talk, talk fashion. Your opinions, Allie. What are my opinions on the fashion? Yeah, especially um, on the... I mean, it was very, it was very Gen Z, I'd say, like very TikTok influenced kind of aesthetic for the younger generation. But like the way they dressed, I was like, I don't, I've never met a freshman in high school that dressed like that. Like, dresses that cool. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're not that cool. And then um, I was like, they're all adults. <laughs> they're all How do they have all, like... <laughs> What is this? 
Well, and then their influences were very ni- 80s, 90s themed. Mm. So I was like, oh, like it's it's calling back to the like the last movie that was set in the 90s. Mm. And then I was like, oh, that's like I, I, I was like this. The fashion's very on brand for like the trendiest trends of the times, but not for what I expected as the outcasts to be wearing. Yeah. One of them gets to say like, "Mister, here we are. We are the weirdos again." Yeah. In, in this movie too, and I was like, "No, you're not. You seem very fashionable and cool." Yeah, I mean, you literally yeah. you walked in a you walked in a pyramid across the cafeteria in your fashion outfits. Like, you're not the weirdos, yeah, like, people. You're not cool. It's mean, it's mean girls. Yeah, yeah. You're the mean girls. Um, some I forget who I just saw like a, a tagline or whatever. It's like they're saying like. Why are they all dressed like a Forever Twenty One ad? Like they're not. Like everyone wears Forever Twenty One. Yeah. You know? yeah, but like they weren't dressed um, like mainstream trendy. It was more like I don't want to. I don't want to say mainstream, but it was like new age kind, new agey. I'd say, but yeah. also with throwbacks to the nineties and eighties. It's like a millennial and a gen adult millennial, millennial, the oldest Gen Z person dressed up these people for their costumes. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I thought about that a lot in this movie, and I'm just like, like I'm 27, and I'm just like, am I? I'm I'm slowly becoming like an old person at this age. <laughs> like, I love referring to myself like, in my 20s and being an old man. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, because, <laughs> yes, go on. No, just like the way fashion changes and everything, and and just culture in general, like high school culture now, and it's just like, oh yeah, I don't know everything that's going on. Like, not that I really want to, but it's just like. <laughs> so much of this script like a lot of the dialogue with the four friends feels like it was like i don't know if that's just me out of the loop but like i i I know all the things that they're saying obviously but it felt like a 40 like a a 40 year old writing as a teenager yes if that yes absolutely i can shape shift into shape shift into um christian stewart i was like Oh yeah. Is that is that a relatable reference? <laughs> Don't mind her. Yeah. She's a Twilight stand. Like maybe in like two thousand eight. Like where are we? <laughs> oh no. You know what? Like I no because I think I think Twilight is old enough where it's starting to be cool again. Right, and we hit that right and... on the nose. I think that's because of us. <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> we we were trendsetters. But you know, I was gonna say on that note, we just we just covered Twilight, and I was just like, oh, this is funny. Yeah, I laughed at that too. Um, I was like, ha. But then they also say she's a Twilight Stan. I'm like, did you say Twilight Stan just to put in the word Stan in there? Because the correct etymology would be Twihard. <laughs> Definitely. I was, I was deeply upset now that we're talking like slang and cool kid talk. How come the fire girl never said, that's so fire or this is lit? How come that never came True. <laughs> True. I was looking forward that to that good. as well. And her, um, her hands just burst face. She's like, that's so fire! And they're like, please stop. <laughs> that's what you would be doing, Oh, Connor. constantly. I'm like, are you sure it's not snap lit? And like a little fire would be on the tip of my finger. Like, go away. If you had fire powers, you would just be a flaming skull man all the time. I'd be the ghost rider. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like we're speaking to the fashion, how like super modern it is. And along with the dialogue and... I feel part of something like, like, it's just a natural nostalgia where it's just like, oh, the craft is like, it's so 90s, like the fashion is so good. And my only hesitation for that is like, well, I didn't grow up with it. Like, I wasn't like 20 when that movie came out. Mm -hmm. So like, are we over idolizing it? And then we'll come back 20 years from now 
and look at this movie and be like, oh, the fashion's so cool, but like I don't see that's what I'm thinking think so. too. Like, but they have such an aesthetic. Like, their that like witchy aesthetic has stayed, mm-hmm. and yeah. these girls aren't following that. They're like like look, like not, like what Ali you said. They're they're very much like, they look like TikTokers. Yeah. Oh, and the thing like like you said with the witchiness. Like I liked in the first movie that they're like all black all the time. Like this is I'm a, in a coven. I am a witch. Like you mm-hmm. can tell that you know. I do my magic because I am spooky. Whereas these <laughs> girls are like, oh, I'm fire. I'm going to wear all red, orange, and yellow. Yeah. So I'm like, air. Give me all the gray pastel colors you can find. Right? It's Power Rangers. <laughs> exactly. Um, but also, like, Marion commented on in the last episode, because she went to Catholic school, and I'm sure Lily mentioned it too, but it's just like, <clears throat> part of what's so great about the fashion, it seems, in the first movie is that they're at Catholic school, so they find all these different ways. You, you mentioned that a little bit too, Connery. Mm-hmm. It's like, they, they find all these different ways to accessorize and change up their outfits, because you can only wear so many things at Catholic school. Like, you have to wear the uniform, right? Yes, yeah. very true. Um, and then this one is like... Public they school. They can just wear whatever they want. <laughs> So, is that, and then, I don't know. I, it just really bothered me to me, especially that the one girl was just wearing, like, the cheetah print. I think she had two different cheetah print jackets the whole she time. She did. Just, like, yeah. They just really needed to change things up throughout the whole movie for me to, like, appreciate it. Because that was one of my favorite things from the first movie. I couldn't stand that yeah. character. The the girl with the cheetah print sweaters. Oh, my God. And I, I couldn't stand her. I tried really hard, but I was like, I, I can't <laughs> stand this woman, I'm, or this character. I'm sorry. There was a scene where she was ugly crying, and we were like, oh, no. <laughs> like, that's so, that's bad. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure um, she's a great crier, but, like, oof. That was hard to watch. I think, <laughs> yeah, to that point, I think the editing is really rough in this movie, the way they cut between things mm-hmm. a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. It's just like, what was that? Like, that was coverage. Like, they're coming in. There's, like, a profile of, of that girl, and then it just cuts immediately without, like, finishing the shot. And then there's just, like, a lot of editing throughout. I'm just like, this just doesn't feel, like, cohesive. And I know to, like, a lot of people, like, they're not, like, really analyzing that. But I think those are the things that really, like, make a movie, like, breathe and, like, feel yeah. natural. Mm-hmm. Um, and to that point with, like, um, I, that specific shot you're talking about, it's like, yeah, I think it's, like, the close-up kind of, like, does her mm-hmm. dirty. It's like, they shouldn't have been so tight on her face i mean what i'm not like a master of anything you know but i'm just saying like there's got to be a better way to get that shot like maybe they were just really like tough on time mm. to yeah. make this movie or something like that but yeah it wasn't it was not flattering to her i felt <laughs> bad sure. yeah i was like oh poor girl like that's not the best way to do that but you know they did it <laughs> they did it there's um, no going back <laughs> Oh yeah, just with the fashion. I think I think my favorite of the four was probably Lourdes, played by uh, Zoe Luna. Which one is that? Which Her, which element? Her outfits. Uh, Earth. Oh yeah, she she had oh, the yeah, best look of the cool. bunch. Yeah. And and who is uh, a trans woman? I thought um, I thought so. they would go more into that because the first time yeah. they did a spell together, she was like, "Oh, you know, I'm like she's really invalidating herself," and I'm like. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that would be like a really cool thing to follow. Like, yeah, keep bro, going. Bro as a character. Mm-hmm. But then, like with that, they were just kind of like, "Oh, we can do it. All right, you're good." <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, we can do it. It's fine. Yeah. So yeah, I, was... I think if they spent more time with just with the characters, like that's the stuff I love the most, or like just really enjoy it with this movie is this the time with the characters, and then they just stopped. End up doing too much with like warlocks and 
uh, earth powers and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Well, maybe that's why her earth power wasn't very good because she's still oh. like not good. Like she's not. She doubts herself. She's just, yeah. Like if she had grow, I feel like there needed to be more growth with with each character. Um, because like the girl that like the two girls. The one that did air and the one that did fire are very, like, assured of themselves. And they're like, yeah, you know, my powers and my, like, I'm great. And then the one girl's just kind of, like, in the background, like, yeah, I agree. Cool. Mm, I guess. I mean, whatever. I have earth powers. It's not a big deal. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and I was just really disappointed in, like, not the, like, them not exploring the growth of the whole group of the girls. Yeah, it seemed like these three are already just mm-hmm. a contingent. Like, they kind of form one collective blob of a character. Cause, yeah. And they never have a scene where they're apart from each other. It's literally the three of them are always together. So we never do uh, we never That's do get true. a chance to single any of them out and be like, this is what so-and-so's like on their own. This is what so-and-so's like on their own. And what are their yeah. habits? What do they do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, my thought on that is like, oh, they're a coven. So, like, of course, they're going to be, like, considered one unit. But at the same time, they should still have, you know each have like a little scene where they're looking in the mirror and, or something. And that's what we have in, in the first coven. Literally, I could tell you that all the different girls in, in the coven in the first movie have different personalities and have lives outside of their group of, their like group of buddies and friends. Well, and they do things like their, their magic is done because of things that have happened. Like their back tragic backstory is mm-hmm. their magic. Like they're like, Oh, this is why I'm doing this spell because I am blah, blah, blah. Like, I feel like I'm ugly. So I think I need to do this. And mm-hmm. her whole character stems from that spell which you're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Like, And then she learns to find herself, and that's good. Yeah, where I feel like, I think that's, maybe, again, the problem with this movie. I love the magic in the craft is, what's what's the word we use when we are trying to describe, like, a weird Pokemon, like, <laughs> the meta, metaphysical Pokemon? Metaphysical Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, where, where they're like, I want to be beautiful, so I will make myself beautiful. And that's, like, gonna be mm-hmm. my whole magic is going to be vanity. And uh, the other girl wants to get revenge on people who are being piece of shit to, like, other races and shouldn't be doing that so her power is motivated by that nancy wants literal power and so she seeks the highest power possible to get more and the other girl the movies she's the main character so she's kind of just it's just her life she wants things to probably be the same more than anything else but yeah well she was natural magic so she was like yeah it's just like it is what it is yeah she's natural natural magic lady so we we know all these people we understand where they're coming from but the three women in the craft legacy are never seen apart. I couldn't really tell you any of their motivations from the other, mm-hmm. which is a big bummer. Yeah, they're just like a group for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, like they have my three last heads. Note, <laughs> my last note that I wrote down for the fashion is is that the fashion is eight jackets on top of each other. <laughs> Classic Disney Channel original movie. <laughs> yeah, I literally was telling that to Lily this morning. She's like, I'm not doing the fashion thing. I'm like, yeah, it kind of just reminds me of a, Dis- of a bad Disney original movie. I'm so glad you said that. Oh, no. Well, it's all about the layering. <laughs> yeah. The more clothes you can fit on a child, the better. <laughs> the bigger they get, the more intimidating they are, like an animal <laughs> in the wild. They're magical. <laughs> They're humongous. <laughs> They're magical. <laughs> Look how big that kid is. I put 16 jackets on it like a fucking puffer fish. Is that a... <laughs> Is that a Snorlax? Better pull out my flute. Better pull out my flute. Uh, uh, I-, I love it when Robert Carradine wears a bunch of jackets and mom's got a date with a vampire. I also like how Lily's just become like the, the distant correspondent. <laughs> 
<laughs> I agree. I've enjoyed that a lot. <laughs> um, let's talk a little about just the high school and like its demographic and everything. Sure. Um, it just seems so much of this movie seems very telegraphed. Like it's just very on the nose. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, and I really appreciate what it's trying to go for, but it's just like it's so obvious all the time that I'm just like, all right, like I don't know. Like they're trying to yeah, ch- like they're trying to check boxes almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah, it feels like uh, it feels like very processed. I guess you know. Like you when they were purposefully trying to diversify the film, which I appreciated, but at the same time they're like, yeah, because she's trans or yeah she's black and you're like okay yes that's that's what they are but like you know it if you're either going to address it and continue with that or you should just leave it alone if you want to keep it for diversity's sake like you don't have to hit every box they just kind of blurted it out and the movie goes on yeah and like if if that is something that you want to work on like if that's something that you want to you know speak on and make about your character maybe you know have it be more apparent and talk about it more than once but i don't know that was just i was like <laughs> yeah she's definitely gonna say something about that and then they did and i was like yeah okay <laughs> nothing yeah. and uh me being a white man maybe the, i'm not like not, well i mean i'm obviously not the best person to like to talk about this but uh just yeah like the demographic of the school it's like there's there's everybody, like a normal school, you know, people of all ethnicities and mm-hmm. backgrounds and gender identity. And then there's, it's like half the school's that, the other half is like white bro bullies. Like there's so many white bully dudes in this. Sh- I'm like, yeah. what universe is this? They're exclusive. This so it's like, it's like they all got bussed in from like Bully Town Central. <laughs> They're just like, hey. Bro Town USA. Bro Town. And the most emotionally fragile men possible to the point where you transform the sweater they're wearing into a rainbow and they have a conniption. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Yeah. That it's part. as if like, it's like society has changed, you know? And like, that's, this just like the rest of the schools, like that's just what life is. And then there's like all these like <laughs> bullies from the eighties <laughs> that got like warped in. I'm just like, what? I, th- th- have they been living under a rock? Like, I don't understand. They take out the sunglasses and go, what are you doing my dad's ski resort, wimp? <laughs> <laughs> Gives him a noogie. <laughs> exactly, noogies and wedgies abound. The level yes. of, like, lunatic bully Timmy is at the beginning of this movie, is it's just unheard of for me. Why? Why is he picking like, on wait. the tiniest woman possible? I'm sure he has better prey to go after. Wait, and he's he's picking on her for having her period. Like, Right? Yeah. I was like, why? And then why does everyone keep talking? Like, girl, the girl that, like, bullies her later. I'm like, don't you, like, don't you have it? I should be worried. Like, you should be worried. Yeah, like, we live in prime cancel culture. Like, what are you you living with? What are you doing? What are you saying? (laughs) All these people have no regrets. Like, they're going (laughs) to join the Supreme Court as a a new justice. Oh, no. Oh, oh, reality's creeping in. (laughs) Oh, it got too real. (laughs) Uh, Sorry. (laughs) But uh, I think the only thing... Uh, let me know if there's other stuff you want to talk about, but the, the main thing I really just want to wrap up, uh, loose ends is, is Timmy's character, like we're saying, mm-hmm. like, yeah, he's the one that, like, makes fun of her for having a period, and it's just like, okay, and then, uh, trips her and does all this stuff, and I'm just like, what the hell, um, and then... And then he's like, nice. 
he has that turn. I'm just like, I forgot that he was a dick because yeah. they used the magic on him. I'm just like, I would like a movie of them. Of just Timmy. Witchy, yeah, yeah, just four witchy people hanging out, and then Timmy's there, and he's just like there. He's like, uh, oh, what's his name? To Superman. Uh, oh, they're Crypto the Super... They're Bizarro. They're Crypto the Super Dog. <laughs> <laughs> crypto, he's basically the, uh, a pet. The newspaper kid. Oh, Jimmy Olsen. Jimmy! Yeah, he'd be the Jimmy Olsen to the the witch cut. I like that be better. Fun. <laughs> I would like that a lot, but they end up, uh, you know, double murdering him. him. No, but it, it wasn't their fault. The it wasn't their fault. No, the warlock murders. He him. was murdered. I thought Isaiah did the murder, and I was like, oh my god, this is going to be a big murder mystery. It's, it's not going to be like this boring witch movie anymore. It's going to be like a cool, they're going to have to use their powers. It's going to be like divination. To solve the mystery. Involved. To solve the murder mystery. I was like, this is going to be ah, fun. Ah, it's like Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Yes, Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Earth, wind, fire, yeah. and air. We may look bad, but we don't care. <laughs> if only they had a dog in a mystery van. Man. Um, yeah, okay, I forgot that he did actually end up murdering him. Yeah. Because for a while in the middle of this movie, I'm like, uh, that's, like, really not cool for them to, like, double spell them, and that led to his death. Like, you can't, like, how do you live with that? Because it's like, they even said it's like, that wasn't consensual. Like, right. I, both turning him well, yeah, both things. an asshole, and then also, like, using a love spell on him. Like, yeah, that's... That's true. They do something Valid. similar in the first movie. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, but, like, when they were saying, like, that wasn't consensual, like, oh, okay, that was valid, but... A lot of the stuff that was done in the first movie and this movie aren't consensual. And, like, mm-hmm. that could be something that's spoken on in a, if there was a new film about it. Or, like, if they had decided to give us an idea of what their plan was and, like, what the rules were. But, mm-hmm. you know, it was just kind of like, yeah, but it is what it is. Yeah, and basically Lily falls in love with a lie, ostensibly. Like, she falls in love with her own creation, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Which is bizarre in itself. And it, ma- it made me question, I'm like... They made him a good person. Yeah. But fundamentally, that's, I feel like, nice. However, it was against his will. And he had no right. say in the situation whatsoever. And then, I think even before, before even she put a love spell on him, I think he had a thing for her. So I think the love spell was a little, bit, was a little like, accelerated I was just things, confused. I guess. But. Yeah, I mean, there was just nothing that led up to the love spell. Like, she found his sweater in her room and was like, yeah, we're going to do this. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do this. I just made out with your stepbrother. I'm going to make out with you. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. Well, I guess this is where it's going. Oh, yeah. Also, so like part of it, uh, I thought he like, I just think like that middle part is him killing himself and then having all that guilt. I'm like, yeah, that I think that's like a trigger warning itself. And also just like, it's just really intense. And I was like really bummed out that he's just dead as a character. Mm-hmm. I really liked nice Timmy. I, he should have st- stuck around. I would have even liked him to find out that they cast a spell on him and how he would have taken that especially being woke he'd be like how dare you like i had no say you changed who i fundamentally am or would you be like like, went back to being nice oh Oh, i was just saying like would he be nice about it would he be like oh like i've been woke timmy now and i know what things are about and i know how bad i was to everyone before Like, or exactly, yeah. and if I would just like to have that conversation, like, does, does he care? Like, if, if he knew, like, I, I don't know. It, it would have been some interesting, like, conflict in the third act with the group splintering if he was still around, but no, he just dead. Yeah. Even if they made, like, a third movie, and it's like, they turn him back into his normal self, so he's kind of a dick still, but he had learned some things from being, like, yeah forcibly made a better person, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, oh, maybe he'll become, like, an, an antagonist again. 
in this movie, but in the next one he'll come back around and like end up being legitimately their good friend. Yeah, you know? he'll they'll struggle with morality in like a second movie and then come around to them and be like, you know what? Like you changed me and it wasn't I didn't want that to happen, but maybe I needed it to happen. So I'm still on your guys' team. And now we form the ultimate Witch Ranger squad because I'm a warlock too now. And also, I have wings and a pterodactyl zord. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe he'll come back as their ghost friend because, like, oh. I guess that worked in this film. Like, he had experience with the Ouija board and, mm. yeah, you know, when their true. friend was in trouble, he was like, help her. <laughs> I was killed. Timmy. (laughs) By the way, this is Timmy. (laughs) It's not just anyone using this. Yeah. He said he used to talk to his mom even though she was dead, so maybe he had like warlock powers. Yeah, that'd be nice. Maybe Maybe he was a natural. Because he was in that men's group. The only other thing with uh, Timmy is that, like, I feel like they. So it's like, I I thought that he was like just basically from the double curse he just kind of went mad and killed himself and also mm-hmm. because he was embarrassed because he like came out earlier than he wanted to mm-hmm. you know yeah. kind of thing mm-hmm. um so he was just like very upset that he felt like he like just did that against his will mm-hmm. um but the way they end that scene where he he comes out and he's like bisexual and everything and it's like it just kind of ends on that note of him talking about it and nobody says anything and i'm just like Okay, like, yeah, they don't give him a big hug they, they, and be like, we love and accept you, too. Yeah. <laughs> they don't do anything. They just kind of look they're at they're him. They're like, oh, yeah, right. we're here for you. Fun. And, and then that's the, the thing, scene like, changed. He's a joke to them. Like, he's, he's just a big joke to them. It, it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. That was unfortunate. I didn't mm-hmm. like how they did that. Um. Also, like, the racial stereotyping of, like, the I love Beyonce. I don't yeah. just yeah. like her. I was like... <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was kind of interested. I'm like, oh, she doesn't like Beyonce. That's funny. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Like, all right. Honestly, yeah. But like her being like, I am in love with Beyonce. It was just like one more thing that I was like, did they need to say that, or was that just like what it was? It is what it is. And yeah. I just realized I don't like that quote anymore. I can't really do that. But. (laughs) (laughs) But I I mean, like, the other thing about that, like, being the only black person of the group or person of color in general of the group, like, identifying as someone who was from a mostly white school, you don't see a lot of people that are your, like, your color and can identify like you can. So, like, Mm -hmm. I, I, like I said earlier, I wish they would have delved into more her story and, like, the other girl, like the other two girls' stories, because like they do have a story, and there is a lot to say about the things that they brought up. And in these charged times, I think having that in that movie, if they were going, if they were gonna bring it up, I think they would have, they should have talked more about it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Instead, they just kind of used it as a point to go off of a, making it relevant. Like, oh yes, um, yeah, it all feels like cosmetic. It all yeah. feels. Like like a, a box to a box to check off. Like, oh yes, we got that. We got that. It's twenty twenty. Let's check that one off too. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So it's like I, I feel like it's there's not a lot of heart in it. Um, I feel like the four girls are really trying their best to like make it fun and like have heart in it. Mm-hmm. But it's just like the structure of the movie and yeah, it it like so much of the dialogue just feels very. Um, artificial. Mm-hmm. Totally. Like you said it's before, like, it was like a forty year old man writing as a teen. <laughs> 
Yeah. I, I, I think that absolutely translates to, like, the stuff. Like you said, it's 2020. They're just trying to make it as art, like, as 2020 as possible, but they aren't really saying anything or trying to, like, really make anybody feel like... Right. Like, do anything about it. They're not going to be like, oh, yeah, like, let's talk about this issue. Like, do you really, like, I support you. I hear you. Like, let's do something to help you with that. Instead, they're just kind of like, oh, you like Beyonce? Or, like, you don't like Beyonce? And they're like, wait, you just skipped over, like, the other two things she said? Yeah, Yeah. the two probably way more important things. I fear for my brother's safety every day. I wish I had more black friends. (laughs) And And I like Beyonce. You're like, and you harp on the Beyonce? I want one of the guests, you don't wish you had more black friends. That's that's (laughs) the lie. (laughs) Could you imagine how horrible? Oh, my God. But yeah, I was like, I was a little di- I was disappointed in that scene especially just because like all of the things that were said and not addressed completely. Which is a ding dang shame. Well, I was just gonna say, are there any final notes on this movie that we had? To- any of you wanted to share? Just little things that you liked or didn't like that really stuck out to you. I I guess I'll go first. If anybody from the Craft Legacy is listening somehow, just a note for the sequel. I want the magic to be more nondescript. I want it to be more terrifying and primal and scary and less, Tyler, as you've so aptly put it, Power Rangery the the (laughs) entire movie. So I would like each of these women to have their own styles in the the future. I would like each of them to be more dynamic in their character, and I'd like to know their own personal struggles, struggles, (laughs) and what their their home lives are like, because I got that in in the craft 1990s, and it was really awesome. But as for this movie... I personally wouldn't recommend it. It's pretty boring, and uh, they they give them they give them an antagonist who's just this really big dumb dude. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's not that fun. I was I had to fight to like not be on my phone and actually just watch this movie. Yeah, I yeah, agree. For me. I was this, yeah. I was the same way. I really liked the touchback to different decades. I liked the euphor like the euphoria kind of esque. Um, party scene where they're wearing all their glitter and yes. everything and oh, I was yeah. like oh that was cool like I get the the glamour like they're they're putting their glamour on and I was like oh that's nice like cool but I do think I think the girls and like all the actors and actresses did a good job of, with what they had um I think it could have been a lot more developed like Connery said um I would have liked to have seen more with each girl and you know more with if they were going to touch on things I'd like to see more out of that mm-hmm. rather than snakes in the flashbacks yeah or even s- just pushing something in the corner and be like well we mentioned it once yeah <laughs> for me if you don't do what connery is requesting and have more primal powers <laughs> um you should give them all swords instead <laughs> <laughs> oh and pterodactyl wings that's yes. necessary yeah, pterodactyl wings wings, swords. Uh, that is also a backpack and uh Give each one a different weapon. You see, now you make me want to watch watch this one too for different reasons. <laughs> give, them, give each one a different one, like a bow staff, a, so, a size, double swords, yep. or nunchucks, mm-hmm. and then make them all wear bandanas and eat a bunch of pizza. Totally. Oh, yeah. now well, I was going like you were talking about like the different staffs and stuff, and I was like, oh yeah, Sailor Moon. And you're, <laughs> oh yeah, <that laughs> and you're going yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. That's a better analogy than Ninja Turtles. <laughs> And give them a rat master. <laughs> and Timmy needs to come back to life and announce Tuxedo Mask! Aw, <laughs> uh, Tuxedo Timmy. Tuxedo Timmy! 
<laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, I like Timmy's uh, giant poster of Lil Xan in his room. Oh my god. <laughs> so strange. It was a framed poster. Was it framed? <laughs> I think so. Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> I hope it was. <laughs> and I just thought it was goofy as hell that there was like a suspenseful scene where uh, she's slowly going through the house and like opens a door and her like stepbrother's like listening was watching porn on full blast. I'm like, what the hell? Like, I thought she's gonna walk in on her on like her mom and her stepdad having sex. I was like, that's what everyone thought. We were all like, oh, that's weird. Like, okay, maybe there's some like he's gonna he's trying to kill her, but it was just that. And we were like, oh. I didn't expect that. Yeah, that was horrible. We touch on that so many weird times. The brothers are the weirdest part in this movie. (laughs) They don't seem real. Yeah. They just, like, they enter the room, and then they see you, and then they scurry out. They're like weird shades. I don't understand why they're here. They don't need to be here. We literally could have just had the youngest one, because he's the one with the most screen time out of the brothers. Yes. Or has dialogue. yeah, or just have two of the brothers, like, mm-hmm. you know, instead of three. And it's, uh, it's like, maybe David Duchovny's Co- uh, controlling them. He's like, oh, I've really strict on them. It's like, maybe he's using his warlock powers to make them thralls like mm-hmm. they did with Timmy. Maybe they're um, not real. Maybe they're not Ooh. real at all. My favorite thing about Timmy is his secret stash of LaCroix, or as he says, LaCroix, because he's a fancy bee. LaCroix, yes. Uh, I love LaCroix. the fridge dancers. <laughs> that's that's like the most relatable part of the movie. I was like, yes, <laughs> I, I agree. Where I would get yelled at for not calling it Lacroix La or Lacroix. <laughs> I was like, you want some La- 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 my my old bosses? I'd be like, do you want Lacroix? Oh. They'd be like, you mean Lacroix? Oh no! I'd be like, I'd be like, that's lame. Okay, yeah, Lacroix. <laughs> <laughs> that's a twenty twenty thing that I can absolutely stand. <laughs> Uh, final ratings. Connor, I'll let you go first. Uh, the Craft 1990s is better than Craft Legacy. The end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What would you rate them like star-wise? Okay. Out of five. Um, the Craft 1990s, I'll give it uh, three and a half stars. I enjoyed it. By, I remember talking with uh, Mary in that episode. I was still kind of mad about it. I would give The Craft Legacy um, probably one and a half stars because I didn't have that much fun. Dang. Mm-hmm. What about you, Allie? Um, I'd rate the original Craft movie four pumpkins out of five pumpkins. Ooh, good. <laughs> yeah. To make it spooky. And this one, I'd rate one pumpkin. I, I again, didn't have a good time. I was just kind of like, okay, well, I guess I'll fill my Brita filter up while this is happening. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But like I, I like again, I had to struggle t- with like playing on my phone or watching the movie because it was just kind of boring. Like I was like, oh yeah, that's gonna happen, and then it happened, and I was like, all right, cool, <laughs> that's gonna happen. All right, yeah, cool. Yeah. So yeah, one pumpkin out of five pumpkins. <laughs> wow. Um, I would give the first one uh, three and a half black cats out of five black cats. Yeah. <laughs> uh, under walking underneath a ladder. Well, I guess that's just bad luck. That's not. <laughs> um, um, yeah, similar thing with you, Connor. It's like I liked a lot of parts of it. Um, you know, I had some complaints, or not even. There's just some parts I don't care for as much in the first one. But mm-hmm. overall, I I would watch that. You know, every two years or so. Yeah. Good vibes. Uh, and then this one, I I think I'm higher than everybody else. I'll go with a uh, two and a half. Uh, <laughs> Witch noses out of, <laughs> out of five. Ooh, witch noses. Mm, warty. I, I'd go for like warts, maybe. 
Like three. Huh? <laughs> which is warts. Yeah, there you go. Two and a half warts. <laughs> Two and a half witch cackles out of five. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Because, yeah, I feel like I have the same exact thoughts of, as you guys, but um, I did enjoy parts of it, like, just hanging out with Timmy and, and the girls. Like, I like the character moments, and then at the very end, when it com- bring, brings Feyre's walk back, I, I guess I'm just a sucker for that stuff. <laughs> but it is a messy movie. Danger. Danger in the, Wait, in the future. the end, the, sorry, the end when the mom rolls up, and she's like, not dating any warlocks, are you? And she's like, <laughs> no. Like... How did she, did she <laughs> know? Someone, yeah. <laughs> my 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 boyfriend's dead. I don't know where he is. <laughs> yeah, there's no resolution with that either. It's just like, does she? Yeah, does she know any of that stuff? Do I have to take care of these three boys now? I don't know. I, am I their mom? Yeah, they just disappeared back into the walls. Yeah, back into the walls. <laughs> back into the Blum house. <laughs> Eaten by Santa Bl- Santa Bane Bloom. <laughs> Jeff Bane Bloom. <laughs> Jeff Bane Bloom. <laughs> I'm just gonna There's way too many voices. This is the most voices I've ever I'm, done. I'm gonna keep fanning this flame. It's fantastic. <laughs> I, I need more. <laughs> Thank you. As you can tell, I've taken zero improv classes. <laughs> um, Allie, thank you so much for joining us on this episode. You've given so many uh, great points that I don't think we would have brought up on our own. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank, thank you so guys much. for having me. I had a blast. Thanks. I'm glad you did. Um, is there anything you have to plug? Oh, no, I'm just a student. (laughs) (laughs) A student of Um, witchcraft. Oh, no, physical therapy. I'm a healer. (laughs) (laughs) Good, good. You have earth powers. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll make the earth shake. (laughs) Ooh. Spooky. Spooky, scary. (laughs) Connery, what, what do you have to plug? If you enjoy the sound of my voice and you also enjoy tabletop role-playing games, you might want to check out the awesome podcast Starship Impala. It is hosted by me and four other friends, and there is over 100 hours of sci-fi content waiting for you to devour. So check that out if you get the chance. Tyler, what do you have to plug? Uh, I think just follow me on Instagram at Twains, T-W-A-Y-N-E-D. Uh, I post a bunch of photos that I've taken. Uh, ah, maybe I'll even edit some more photos this weekend. <gasps> Exciting. Put those up. <laughs> uh, yeah, just do that. Follow me at tw- on Twitter at Tiami Vice to see me tweet about random movie things. <laughs> Follow us at Franchise Pod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Email us at thefranchisepodcast at gmail.com. Please give us reviews on Stitcher and Apple Podcasts. Five stars, please. And uh, it'll help us to uh, spread the podcast around. Always a great thing to say in the times of COVID, I guess. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Hey, if you haven't voted yet, you better freaking vote. And I hope you're voting for not Trump. Someone that <laughs> not yeah, Trump. Yeah, you. just not voting Trump. Voting for not please. Trump. Let's just say I don't know why I'm being like a, trying to be apolitical on this podcast, but like please for the love of God, just vote for Biden and Harris. So things can be normal again. Yeah. Uh, or more normal at least. I don't know. I just, don't know. Just, the insanity God. can stop. The insanity can just stop. Don't vote for that warlock, Donald Trump. <laughs> uh, I don't want to give him. He any wants power. your power. Don't... He wants your power. Don't <laughs> let does. him take it from you. He wants all of our powers and and people at risk people's rights. Yes. So please do not keep him in the office. Yes, uh, we have a new franchise to announce, <gasps> and since I don't have my magic uh, trash can of franchises, 
to pull from. Uh, I do have this Dunkin' Donuts cup, and uh, I, I did find some some things in there. So. Oh, okay. Dig around. Uh, that's all I got. I already oh. drank all the coffee, so there's no solution. You're not going to stick your hand up a cup of scalding coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it just splashed all over me and my laptop. Hey, you know who else probably likes uh, coffee because they're up up late all the time? <gasps> We're covering the 90s Batman. And they just go into the Spider Man theme song. They're both Danny Elfman. Oh, they are. That's awesome. Yeah. So we're covering Batman 1989. Batman Returns, Batman Forever, and Batman and Robin, mm-hmm. and probably a bonus in there. Yeah. Um. So stay tuned for that next weekend. It's very exciting. Hopefully, we'll have mm-hmm. a new president to celebrate about because I think we recorded that one in advance, and we're kind of cheery in that yeah. episode. Aww. Yeah. Hopefully, not too cheery. And Michael Keaton is our new president. <laughs> very good point. Tyler, give us something to go out on. Thank you all for listening to the franchise podcast. We appreciate it. And on that note, we literally house babies in our stomach. That's some Ridley Scott shit. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Happy Bye. Halloween. Remember in Gladiator when Russell Crowe has a baby? He does? <laughs> <laughs>